Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, it is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, September the 7th, as the Phillies coming off an off day yesterday, head into what is definitively their most important stretch of baseball in a long time as the season will come down to these final 23 games, three in New York against the Mets, then home versus Washington, Miami, New York. That homestand will be everything for this Phillies team, as we know very clearly a much, 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 much better team at home than on the road. So, they really need to take advantage of that nine-game home stand, then four in Atlanta, four in Colorado, and then three back home for Atlanta. So a gauntlet. We'll dive more into the schedule a little bit later as we gear up for this Mets series tonight beginning in New York as this Phillies team frustrating, frustrating loss a couple of days ago in the series capper against the Mons end up losing another series and. I understand right now, even though they're three back, they're still in it. It is tough to feel positive about this Phillies team heading into the last stretch of the season here. But um, look, again, they're also three games back. So I wanted to take today as we, uh, again, later we'll look a little bit deeper in the schedule and look ahead to tonight's series starter against the New York Mets. But I wanted to take some time real quick, and I want to look at the positives and the negatives here. As we have, again, 23 games left in this season, this Phillies team... Three back in the division, the wild card, a little bit further back, a little bit tougher because you have more teams to leapfrog there, but still in the thick of it, as it were. So I want to start by looking at some negatives, and then we'll save the best for last and look at some positives. I want to give you five negatives for why the Phillies will not make the playoffs this year, and then we'll flip it around and take a look at five positives for possible reasons why you should still believe. Let's start out with the negative, though, as... We'll save the best for last, the positivity for last. And look, I've been pretty clear about the fact that while I still hold out hope for this team, and regardless of what happens, I think it's been an incredibly successful season that we will look back on as the start of something special. But I think it's fair right now to be skeptical about their abilities to make the playoffs. And if you want some reasons why, why don't we start it out, first and foremost, very clearly with the way this team has played the last month and a half. They haven't won a game since July 20... Excuse me, they haven't won a series. That'd be a little aggressive, right? A game. They haven't won a series since July 26th. Think about that. It is September 7th. We're a month and a half out from the last time the Phillies won a series. And they've lost some tough ones in that stretch. Losing series to the Mets, to the Marlins. Bad baseball teams who they have series against left and are going to have to do a better job. 
got to start beating bad teams if this team wants to do anything the rest of the season. So I, I think when you just look at the way this team has been trending, I think it's hard to imagine a scenario where all of a sudden they flip it around and they start playing great, right? I mean, it has been an incredibly frustrating stretch of baseball. Another reason, defense. Defense, 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 fundamentals, all that stuff. I mean, this team, I've said this multiple times on this show this season, and I stand by it. I don't ever remember a contending team this late into this season that is as bad defensively as this Philadelphia Phillies team. I don't ever remember it. 100-plus errors on the season. Mental mistake after mental mistake. I just throw into the wrong bases, not covering bases. Pure, flat-out errors where the ball just goes through the glove, whatever. It has been relentless this season. And I do think, obviously, I've said a big part of it is the fact they just lack talent defensively. They're not a very talented defensive ball club. The players who are on this roster are not defensive stalwarts, as it were. And even the guys who are good defensive players, like Odubel Herrera, are having real bad defensive seasons. So, defense, fundamentals. That is a clear reason, I think, that you could look at and say, negativity. Another reason, number three. What happened to this Phillies offense? When was the last time we saw a consistent stretch of baseball from this Phillies offense where they were putting up runs on a night-to-night basis? Reese Hoskins looks lost at the plate right now. That game uh, two days ago against Miami, probably, potentially, the worst offensive game I've ever seen him have. Two just awful strikeouts. Looking at pitches down the center of the plate. He doesn't look confident up there. He doesn't look like the guy we've come to know. The the guy who we pin our hopes on offensively. And obviously Odubo Herrera hasn't hit in months. Estrubo Cabrera has had some big hits lately, but the consistency has absolutely not been there. Wilson Ramos hits when he plays. He just can't play ever. Or not nearly as enough with the injuries and the consistent wear and tear. Not getting enough out of Wilson Ramos on a playing basis. Justin Bohr, nice to have back. He didn't hit it all in his first game back. And look, you hope he gets the opportunity to get more at-bats. I like what I've seen from Bohr. Especially against this NLE's pitching that he's had such success with over the last few years. So, you hope maybe Bohr can turn around. But nobody's been hitting Carlos Santana, actually. Which is funny enough with uh, you know all the... All the uh, you know issues that uh, he has had all season long has probably been the best hitter on the team as of late. Leading off uh, a couple nights ago has done a good job offensively. Played good third base too. That was uh, unexpected, you might say. But again, just uh, top to bottom, Nick Williams had such a nice first half of the season. Hasn't really done anything since. You know, you go around the diamond, literally. Jorge Alfaro has some pop, strikes out way too much at terrible pitches. There's really, I mean, Roman Quinn's played really well. The times what we saw again two nights ago, final out of the game, that he could be overmatched often. This offense, a reason to worry, a reason not to believe right now. I think there's no question about that. Number four, anyone taking the hill not name Aaron Nolan, right? Uh, and look, uh, we've seen some nice outings from Pavetta lately. Only 69 pitches two nights ago. I don't know what happened. That was a rough start. Um, wasn't atrocious or anything, but just getting into too much jams. 
Uh, bad start prior to that, but then a good one before that. Three good ones before that. He had been pitching well, but hard to count on him right now. Even more hard to count on Zach Eflin. I mean, Zach Eflin has been flat out bad over the last month plus, certainly since that white hot month of June. Zach Eflin has not been nearly the same pitcher. Remember when they wouldn't trade him straight up for Manny Machado? Remember that was a thing? You know, right now he has certainly not been that guy. Nowhere close to that guy. Vincent Velasquez. We, we, there was a period of time this year where we were all turned around on Vinny. Felt like there was actually some level of consistency there. And we haven't seen that lately. He's been better than Eflin. I'll give him that. But just not enough consistency there. And then Jake Arrieta. Again, you know, we've had flashes this year. Two, three, four times where we're like, whoa, that's the guy. That's the, the $75 million man. Has been too, too few and far between his last outing against the Marlins to get the win. Gives him some innings. Was fine. Nice outing, but nothing special. And I feel like that's what we get from Jake Arrieta this year. Nothing special. So unless Aaron Nolan's on the hill, you don't feel great. And that certainly, I think, has been a big reason for this stretch of, of struggles. While you can blame the offense and blame the defense, sure, you should. And the bullpen, which we'll get to in a second, you can blame all that. But the thing that had worked all season long and was the number one reason the team had so much success was the success of this starting staff, and it's just been less so lately. And, and again, the most understandable of all this, you can't rip those guys for anything. They put you in this position to even be contending right now because the offense has struggled all season long at times. They've gone through stretches all year. The defense hasn't been good yet. And the bullpen has gone through stretches just like the offense where they've been just awful. The one constant until the last month or so has been that starting rotation from Nola on down. And Nola, while he has continued to be great for the most part, almost almost every single time out there, the rest of the staff starting to finally catch up with them. Look, all these guys are other than Arietta are, are career innings limits already. They're past their innings limits, all that stuff. So, look, it makes sense that they would wear down a little bit. It's not shocking, but at the same time, if they were going to, you needed the rest of the team to pick them up and carry them, just like the starting staff did for so long for this team, and we haven't seen it, and that's frustrating. So, that is certainly a, uh, a reason for negativity over the, the final 23-game stretch, a reason not to believe. And then finally, just mention it, the inconsistency of the bullpen. You just can't count on those guys night in, night out. Sir Anthony's had a few nice outings after the rough stretch he had. Tommy Hunter. Count on Tommy Hunter a little bit. Tommy Hunter's been good in the second half. But on the whole, just from a night-to-night basis, you'll have a week of good pitching, a week of bad pitching, another week of bad pitching. It's, it's just been too inconsistent. And again, for a team that really needs those other areas to step up to to contribute, they haven't gotten it enough. It's just, it's, it's as simple as that. And so I think when you look at it, and granted, I just named a lot of players on the team as reasons to be negative, though we can flip that around and will. I do think that it's a fair take right now. It is fair to look at this Phillies team and say, the way they played the last month, I don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. And obviously, numerically speaking, three down with 23 to go, the numbers say so too. It's a very fair take. But at the same time, they're not out of it. This season isn't over. And while I have said I wouldn't bet my own money on it, I still believe there's a chance. I'm not, I'm not 100% out on this team. 
And there are a few reasons why. Coming up next, we will flip this whole thing around. We'll talk positives. We'll look at what are some reasons you can believe over these last 23 games. What are some reasons that this team actually could surprise, could make people who are sitting here saying the season's over go, wait, what? It's still on the table. We're going to dive into that, look at the schedule, look at the upcoming monster series this weekend with the New York Mets. All that more coming up. It's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We are coming right back. We are back, Phillies Today. James Seltzer, as we've taken some time to address the negatives, which I think the majority of the fan base right now probably feeling. I hope that most people are at the point where they can recognize that this season is a successful one no matter what and that we should be happy and appreciative of what we've gotten no matter how it finishes. But I think when you look at will they make the playoffs or not, I think the vast majority of fans are more towards the they won't than they will side. But, but there are still reasons to believe. Let's flip it around. We talked negatives. Let's give five positives. Five hopefuls, maybe we'll say. Some are positive. Some are hopes. But there are ways that this thing can still go well. Let's start off with the guy we just mentioned before and the biggest reason. There's been MVP talk. There's been Cy Young talk. All of it warranted. Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola. This team has one of the three best pitchers in baseball right now. It's certainly the way they're performing. He's a guy who is fighting for the National League Cy Young Award. A potential MVP candidate. Aaron Nola in these 23 games. Pitching tonight, no less. Which has set it up, by the way, for him to pitch in two games against Atlanta at the end of the season. He'll also pitch in that Colorado series. You have five starts left. What, five, six starts Aaron Nola? That's it. But the fact that you have that, that means that those times out, you have a a better than good chance to win that game. And for a team that's obviously struggled to win games when they need to, that type of advantage, going out with Nola on the Hill is monster. And I know they haven't capitalized on every Nola start. We, we talked about it ad nauseum, the ones they've blown, all that stuff. But with 23 left to go, with the season on the line, I think you can feel good about the fact that Aaron Nola's going out for one every five. You got a chance with the best guy out there. They will not have another game unless when they face Washington, Nola ends up with Scherzer or Nola DeGrom potentially, but th- those are the only two pitchers in baseball are pitching as well as Aaron Nola. So Aaron Nola, and it is the least surprising, least shocking answer, but if you want my positive number one, my number one reason to believe in this team, it's because Aaron Nola takes the ball every fifth day. He's going to give him a chance. That's one. Reason number two. I know I just ripped these two guys, but let's flip it around. Because we have seen Reese Hoskins, and you might have forgotten he's on the team he hasn't played so much lately, but Odubo Herrera. We've seen those two guys as almost Nick Foles-like players in the way, especially Odubo more so than Reese, but guys who can flip the switch like that. Guys who can go from completely struggling, make one mechanical change, especially with Reese. That dude watches tape. That dude is a a professional, scientific-type hitter. One change. One swing of the bat the right way, and it feels good, and all of a sudden, he's carrying the team offensively. Now, Oduble, very much less likely that it happens just because he hasn't been in the lineup enough to get going. But if they give him that chance, Oduble is the kind of guy who, if for some reason, now's the time he gets locked in. We've seen it, right? How many times have we seen this from Oduble Herrera? How many times have we seen it be, he's the worst player in baseball, and then boom, like that, he's the best hitter in baseball. What just happened? So 
it's possible with Oduble, but I wouldn't count it. But with Reese Hoskins, I could see it happening tonight. A day off yesterday, goes back out, mechanical change, fixes his swing, gets his confidence back, and all of a sudden he's got 10 homers in the last 23 games. That's not out of the question. We've seen him do this type of stuff before. He had seven homers in 10 games after the All-Star break. Yes, I'm saying we need to get Reese Hoskins in a home run derby really quickly. Can we make this happen? Get that swing back. But seriously, Reese Hoskins is the type of guy who can change it like that. And if he does, and if that happens, all of a sudden, this offense can get humming. It has lived and died with Reese Hoskins this season. All we need is for Reese to get hot, and then all of a sudden, this team has a real chance again. It sounds crazy. It feels hard to believe. But a Reese Hoskins hot streak could turn this offense around on its own. And that could be a big difference maker. Reason number three. They finally got a few veterans on this team. And I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not like a Struble's done too much yet. It's not like, uh, you know, we've had some great Wilson Ramos games, but not out there enough. But these are guys who over these last 23 games can make a difference. They're guys who've played in big games before. They're guys who know what it feels like to be in these types of pressure moments. And even if that is just for the rest of the team, for everyone to kind of feel that comfort and not be a young, super young team in a super unfamiliar position, I think it can make a difference. And I mentioned Justin Bohr before. He's a guy who I think could be a big lineup piece for them over this stretch run here. His numbers against Atlanta are otherworldly. He owns the Braves. The entire NL East, he hits well against. A lot of right-handed pitching in the NL East. A lot of right-handed pitching in the NL East. Justin Bohr murders right-handed pitching. I think Justin Bohr could be an asset. And he's not the same type of veteran those other guys are, but a new addition. But I think with Estrubo Cabrera, with Wilson Ramos in here, with guys like that who can help make a difference, even a guy like Joey Bats, who hasn't played in a ton of big games, but a veteran, been around. Saw him get a big hit the other night, even though it didn't end up winning them the game. I think that's going to help. Reason number four, and people are going to hate me for this one, so bring it on, bring it on. I'm putting Gabe Kapler in the positive column. You're damn right I am. You all know that I think Gabe Kapler is a good manager, and I think he's done a really great job this year, especially for what I talked about before. When you look at this team, you look at the fact that at no point has all of it been humming. At no point has this been a team where you look at it and go, wow, they're stacked. They have so much talent, top to bottom. Blah, 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 blah. And yet Gabe Kapler has found a way to have this team competing in September as a first-year manager. A guy who was booed the first time he stepped on the field at home at Citizens Bank Park. Yes, it's still ridiculous. Gabe Kapler is a good manager. And I think he's going to be an asset these last 23 day, three days, 23 games. With an expanded roster, more flexibility, more opportunity to do some things. We saw him put Santana at third base, and it worked out. They didn't lose the game because Carlos Santana was at third base. He paid really good defense. I like him in the leadoff spot. I like Kapler trying to mix things up, trying to make things work. I think that if they're going to have any chance, they need that. They need it to be mixed up a little bit. Whatever, the same old, same old hasn't worked. So I am putting, and I'm sure so many people would disagree with me, but I don't care. In my mind, I think Gabe Kapler is a reason to be positive about this team. A reason, Kapler and positive, that goes together. Um, A reason to be positive. It's a reason to believe. 
I think Gabe Kapler will help this team not hurt them over the last 23 games. And then the final reason to believe, and I mentioned it at the top of the show, it is the most obvious reason to believe. It is the pretty apparent, clear, in front of your face reason to believe. But nonetheless, it's there. And the way that people have talked about this team, and I've even been guilty of it at times when when some of the losses just pile up and you, you can't believe it, but they're only three games back. People talk about it like the season is already over. They're only three games back with seven to play against Atlanta. That's a big deal. If you go five and two against Atlanta, that's your three games. Boom. And yeah, that's asking a lot, especially from a team that has not won a series since July. But the point is that they are in it. With three games back with 23 to play, that is doable. And again, I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's the whole point. I did negative reasons, positive reasons, go either way. But to look at their situation, where they're at right now, and to look at a team that even though has been disappointing the last month and a half, really disappointing. I mean, that loss to the Marlins the other night was as disappointing as it gets in a game they had to have, a game where they could have been two back. I get it. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. It annoys me. But they're only three games back. They're still in it. They're still alive. They have a bunch of home games coming up. They're playing bad teams. Granted, again, you can't see them beating teams, winning series, but all they got to do is turn it around over these last 23 games, and all of a sudden, you got a real chance. You got Aaron Nola pitching every fifth day. You've got the Mets, the Marlins, the Mets, the Nationals before that gauntlet at the end of the season. And again, I know those are all teams that have all won series against the Phillies lately. That's scary and all that, but... This is still a Phillies team that is more talented than those teams. And if, if they can find a way to pull together, if they can find that special sauce, if Reese Hoskins can start hitting, if the pitching staff can get close back to where it was, if we can get some consistency from the bullpen, yes, these are big things to ask, but if these things can happen, and they can, it's not insane to think that they can, then all of a sudden this team is, is fighting for a playoff spot at the end of September against the Braves at home. So, again, I get it. If I had to bet my life, I would bet on the Phillies not making the playoffs right now, but it's not over. And I don't think that we should act like it's over when it's not over. So, enjoy the ride, as I've said. And again, either way, what a, what a fun season. Look, as I mentioned, let's take one more look at this schedule before we dive into this series starting tonight. Aaron Noll on the Hill tonight at New York. Then three versus Washington at home. Miami in for three. The Mets in for three. That nine-game homestand is the season. They have to play well at home. It's what they've done all year, and it has to continue. Massive, massive, massive homestand there. Then you had two Atlanta for four, as big as it gets. Two Colorado for four, also huge. Another playoff contending team in first place in the West and in the wild card on all that stuff. And then three at home versus Atlanta. Look, again, the schedule shakes out in a way that the Phillies should have a chance at the end of the season if they could just find a way to beat some teams that they're better than. And it starts tonight in New York against a Mets team that, for some reason, continues to succeed against this Phillies team, and yet 
The Phillies just more talented, better team. Granted, the pitching didn't shake out the way you would hope this time, but it um, you'll hope that they can take advantage of, of a, a worse team in front of them. Aaron Nolan nailed tonight against Steven Matz. Have to win. Must win. Yeah, I'm saying it's a must-win game. You know why? Because then it's Eflin versus Syndergaard and Velasquez versus DeGrom. You've got the pitching advantage in one of these. You've got to win with Nolan Hill. They have to take two or three. You want them to take three or three, but to, to think they're going to beat Syndergaard and DeGrom back-to-back days when they haven't won a series in July feels unrealistic to me. But having said that, tonight, this is such a massive game tonight. Aaron Nola on the hill. They have to win this game tonight, and they got to win two or three. It's go time. There's no more losing series. If this team wants to make the playoffs, it has to start now. And I've said that multiple days in a row, and it hasn't happened, and yet they're somehow still in it. That's what's so crazy about this. But having said all that still, I, I, look, I know I keep saying it's put up or shut up time, and they don't put up, and I haven't shut up. But they still have a chance right now, and this weekend series is everything. They have to win tonight. So hopefully they can get it done. Big, big series. Let's root on the fills. Then they come home for a nine-game homestand, and that is just just huge. So we will dive into all of it next week. Hopefully a winning series. They're going to win a series this weekend. I feel it. It's coming to an end, this streak. The Phillies will win this series against the Mets. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it all on Monday. Until then, keep it here. We got you covered all day long, all weekend long, right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.